God, last week fucking sucked. I thought it was good. Yeah, I bet you did. I thought it went really well. You ready for a creep off? Let's do it! Doodly Creeperinos. My name's Vinny. Are you working on that one? No, it just popped in my head. I like it. And uh, that's my co-host, Hot Carla. What up, Vinny? How you doing today, I'm doing excellent. How are you doing, my friend? You know, I've been better. Yeah, I can tell. You are not yourself lately. Uh, This whole thing is weighing on me more so than the actual weight that's weighing on me. (laughs) Well, that could be a combination of the two things. It might just be... Uh, big show today, Carl and I are going head-to-head That's right. in another competition of awful. Last week, I brought in a guy who murdered multiple people, Yes, threw their remains and possibly bodies before they died into a pond full of crocodiles. Correct. And yet, you bring in a kid named Nick Bate, and Nick Bate is... Just the worst abominable thing I've ever heard in my life. And raping children (laughs) and disemboweling and force feeding them their own intestines. I hate you so much. (laughs) Listen to me. Food doesn't even taste right to me after listening to this. Like my whole life has been ruined. I know. Listening to this kid. Off putting. Uh, So this week I'm bringing Nick Bain again. I'm just going to bring him back every week now. It's a winning formula for me. That's not allowed. Oh, shit. I'll tell you what, man. Oh, I'm not opposed to possibly putting that fucking kid in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's it's creepy. And by the way, I want to point something out. So, as we all know, I won again. Oh, Jesus. Let's, let's talk about that first. Yeah. 82% to 18%. So it's 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 getting to be old hat now, this winning thing. But I want to point something oh, out. Oh, just shut up. That you I got noticed. help from viewers. You got help from viewers and listeners. I want to point something out that I noticed on the website. And it's subtle, but I see what you're doing. I sent you two pictures of Nick Bate. You used neither of them. You found one where he's not opening his mouth because his teeth make him look like the biggest creep ever. And you're like, oh, this is too creepy. I got to dumb it down a little bit so someone will vote for my guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't even look at the pictures you sent me. Ah, okay. Because I see what you're after. And you didn't update the score. I'm up three to two. It you're said up, two to two. You're up four to two. Now you. it's four to two, which is game point. Yeah, we're on game point. This is game point right here. You better bring it, Vinny. I do not feel good about any of this. Pressure's on, my friend. It's like... When Dr. Frankenstein made that monster that later murdered him, yes, that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm yeah, like, this, this is your idea. This whole thing is my <laughs> fault. Yep. And this fucking wheel is my fault. Everything's my fault. Nothing works here. <laughs> All right, Carl. Congratulations. Thank you, Vinny. You got me. You, Herb got me. And that's two weeks in a row of over 80% of votes. And I'm pointing this out. We're early on in our run here. But I don't know that that'll ever be accomplished again. 
Those are dominant performances for me. I mean, unless you try to bring back Charlie Sheen, I do not foresee myself getting 80% <laughs> yeah. of the vote. Well, you, well might, you might be lucky this week. Can I just say we do have the best listeners yes. in podcasts? I think we do. I, I really like that people who are enjoying the show. I feel like they are self-aware creeps, and yes. that's what I like about them. Last week, I complained that everybody was helping you, and this week... Maybe some people send me some stuff. All right, good. Then I don't want to. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Then. Yep, you're not going to. <laughs> don't you worry. Don't you worry, Carl. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a channel for the creep off in uh, the WATP Discord. And yesterday, after I got done recording WATP, I just put a note in there like, "Can somebody please give me a creep that I can use?" I'm just desperately asking out in public now for help. Pitiful. <laughs> I know. Pitiful. I need mean, after an eighty. 80- Percent win. You're still giving me. You're still going for I'm help. I'm still looking for outside help. Well, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. I guess we should start this week's competition. And because you won last week, that means you have to go first. Let's get it started. It's time for the creep off. And this week, I bring a woman who allegedly, if a lady, not only murdered her husband, but potentially fed her husband. To animals, similar to the story that you had last week. Is it Carol Baskin? It's Carol Baskin, everybody! (laughs) Her husband, Don Lewis. No, you didn't. You're not bringing, you didn't bring Carol Baskin. Her husband, Don Lewis, went missing in 1997. Don and Carol were having marital problems before his sudden disappearance. And he wasn't reported missing by Carol until three days after he was nowhere to be found. So, they were having marital problems. And then he went missing. And... His wife, Carol Baskin, didn't report it for three days to authorities. Seems kind of fishy. What I think is weird about that report, though, is the marital, the marital, that's hard for me to say for some reason, the marital problems. Are you saying they weren't the picture of happiness? They were not the picture of happiness. Okay. That's exactly right. The mar- I've, I've been practicing a lot, Vinny. I just want you to know that. I'm going to uh, Seamus' speech class. The marital problems were not typical. The interesting thing here is that two months before his disappearance, Don did file a restraining order against Carol and claimed she tried to kill him. The court order was dismissed, and two months later, Don would go missing without a trace. A restraining order against your wife? Is that typical? I don't hear about that very often. Usually there's a separation, a divorce. Well, yeah, usually like there's a separation, then a restraining order is how I think that would normally go. Yeah. But uh, in this particular case, there was a lot of interesting things that were not the norm. Oh, so you know about this case. You're familiar with this? Yeah, I have fucking Netflix, (laughs) asshole. All right, cool. Good, I'm glad you're up to speed. So apparently one of Don's children, or possibly all of them, feel that he was fed to tigers. One of Don's daughters from his first marriage, Donna Pettis, told People Magazine in an interview back in 1998 that she believes Carol fed her father to the tigers. I quote, it's a perfect scenario to dispose of someone. We were upset that the cops didn't test the DNA on the meat grinder, end quote. I think that that's an interesting point to make, testing DNA on a meat grinder. Well, there's a lot of like shit in there. You can't really, who knows what's what. And it was 20 something years ago. Well, this was back at the time though. Yeah. But I'm still saying like, yes, if they're feeding tigers every day, they're throwing pig intestines. Yeah. Possibly sorts of stuff. Possibly some of their offspring, you know, whatever. They're, it's all getting thrown into the same pile. Now, why would rancid Walmart meat? Why would a woman, Carol Baskin, who's so in love with her big cats and her sanctuary, (laughs) 
why would she want her husband to go missing and potentially not be around anymore. It didn't help Carol's case either in 2002 when Dawn was officially declared dead. At this point, Carol would inherit his million dollar fortune as well as the 40 acres of land in Tampa, which is now known as Big Cat Rescue. Okay, so the guy goes missing, wasn't reported for three days, and then after the allotted amount of time, five years, I believe five years and one day, after he was reported missing, they declared him dead, and then she inherited all the money and the business. And the biggest problem that I have with this, Vinny, is that it turned into this hit country song. Oh, here, here, here. Mama's got some treats for you. seen this music video so this is joe exotic oh i have it's not joe exotic he paid a guy to sing it and he pretends to sing it i know but let's just pretend that it is joe exotic this fucking guy is awesome free joe exotic in the music video they have a woman who looks just like carol baskins feeding meat to tigers with a, a human head in with the meat and it's one of the funniest things i've ever fucking seen well i love it you know carl this was really funny a few weeks ago yeah, and everybody was talking about. All it. right, good point. This now, is the, now that you're just bringing it, hashing in this old news. <laughs> good point. This is the last thing that I want to play, and this is why Carol Baskin should be the creep this week because everyone is now saying this. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens! It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens! It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. Hey, all you cool cats! Yeah, I can, take that loop off, of that. or I will put a pen <laughs> in your jugular. Do so you, you hear me? so you agree with me that that is the super obnoxious part I've about Carol Baskin? Fifty times from people. Hey, all you cool cats oh, and kittens! It's you. Carol with Big Cat Rescue. <laughs> so that's who I bring this week, Carol Baskin, and fuck you, Discord. Give me better suggestions next time. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Carl, yeah. are you uh, saying that it's now my turn? It's your turn, buddy. Well, Take I'm going to tell you a little story. You, I don't know if you've seen this video yet, Carl, but this made news back in December. Okay. And I'm going to introduce you to five people right now. Give it a listen. I want you to meet these five. Can you see the screen? This is Tori. She fell in love with Travis Oof. and Ethan and Mark and Chris. Their four-way relationship is working wonders for them. Friendship could best that's right, Carl. relationship could best be described by having Tori as the hub and all of us are spokes on a giant wheel. Now, can I describe what I'm seeing real quick? Uh, I'm looking at a loaf of sourdough dressed up like Austin Powers is what I see. <laughs> <laughs> These are the most unattractive people you will ever find, even for the state of Florida. Uh, even yeah. by that standard. No one cares you're having your polyamorous little relationship. No one cares. But they were trying to make a reality show out of this, out of these four. Okay. Um, they're big Dungeons and Dragons enthusiasts. Never heard they're, of it. Yes, you have. You no, just okay. said a podcast about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. Play a little bit more. How will this poly relationship cope with a further addition to the family? And so who's the father of the baby? Tori is pregnant. Oh, no. And you, you want to guess who's the dad? Whoever wasn't shooting it at her face during the orgy would be my guess. <laughs> is it a different person outside of this? No, so no, this no. This is no. mine and Travis's room. This is the master. Oh, bedroom. this video is so crazy, Carl. Um, this is the room that has the bigger bed um, that people will swap in and out of every night, just so that everyone can get equal turns. You know. She 
That's right. Equal turns fucking what looks like Oliver Platt. <laughs> These, she uh, is not an attractive person. Vinny, can I make a suggestion? No. Instead of putting it on our podcast, can we just watch this video? Yes. <laughs> this video is awesome. Is like mine and Travis's room. We keep all of our stuff in here. People are rotating in and out. The first polyamorous relationship I had been in was actually with Travis and Ethan. And Travis was the one who had brought up the idea to me. We met. His idea? How would you describe Travis? Wait, when he brought up to his girlfriend that he wanted to have a polyamorous relationship, did he mean with other girls? He's like, yeah, it's a great idea. I met this guy today. He's like, oh, that's not what I, that's not what I meant at all. And then in comes <laughs> Walk and Ethan. Back in elementary <laughs> school, we've been dating for all, about two and a half, almost three years. I've known Ethan since junior high, and we made things official recently, but we've basically been dating for about two years now. The term poly, meaning multiple. They're so multiple. gross. Often look, okay, and look at that lawn. You see their front lawn there? Yeah. That doesn't even look mowed. There's no. fucking four guys living there. None of these assholes can mow a lawn. Oh, these guys don't look like they've ever done any housework. They, None of them have done a thing in their lives except for fuck this potato woman to a three-person relationship but for these guys it's tori and her four separate lovers and the next one would be mark we met in high school and then chris is the newest addition <laughs> uh we've been dating since april so the relationship could best Vinny. Yeah. these people all met each other in school yes and that is except for the new guy chris who they met Probably on the internet, I would imagine. So I guess. The that, gin, he's a ginger. I should probably throw that out there. I have a ginger <laughs> in my story. Um, does Carol Baskins have a ginger in her story? That is such a sign of loserdom. If you're still associating yourself with people that you knew from junior high and elementary school, it means you're a fucking loser. Not only that, but you're with someone you met in junior high and you're sharing one big sack of potatoes between you. I mean, we co we've covered that. There's I, I know. I, that's gross. I get it. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with okay. you on that. So uh, here's the deal. <laughs> yeah. Chris is the father, the okay. new one. Oh, the new guy is the actually new one, not shooting blanks, huh? The new one is the one who put the baby in her. How do they know that? Were they on Maury? Well, they were on a vacation. Uh -huh. And uh, I guess he went on vacation with her and then they figured out from the timing of it all that uh, that's what they claim is the timing of it, is that Chris is the dad. Does, no. that, does that sound right to you, Vinny? Does no, make none of this sense? sounds right okay. to me. It doesn't make any fucking so sense. Would you agree that this situation is a little creepy so far? Yeah, these people are fucking creeps. Okay. For well, sure. <laughs> what do you want from me? So check this out. Well, I am currently about 23, 24 weeks pregnant. We found out a couple weeks ago that we're having a girl. <laughs> we're very excited. And so who's the father of the baby? So Chris is the biological father. She explains it now. Um, we just know that because of timing. <laughs> now, if you're watching this video, Carl, for those of you who haven't seen it, I will post, I'll tweet a link to this video. Uh, it's highly edited. I mean, it, it, and they're trying the to get a certain reaction, obviously. But look at the other three of them. Yeah. Looking at this Chris guy who knocked up their potato woman. I, I can't the, imagine. All three of them look miserable. Well, of course. Having a... a a baby girl is not going to work for these fucking people. This is not going to go well. <laughs> You're not wrong, Carl. <laughs> because that leads me to which one of these gentlemen is the creep. Oh, wow. I thought it was all five, but okay. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of creeps here, but one of them, I guess he takes the potato baby up. 
And that would be Ethan, number two into this relationship. Yeah. Uh, 22-year-old Ethan Bacombe was one of the individuals shown in the video. Says, oh, jeez, dude. This is hard to read. Ethan admitted to physically abusing the five-week-old baby while babysitting the infant. According to reports, the baby suffered a broken leg, arm, ribs, and skull fractures. The police report also reveals that Bakum, who told officers he needed to tell the truth, heard, quote, a pop during the incident, which occurred on March 12th. Was she dressed as a basketball? Because mistakes can be made. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Just curious. He didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably a little ginger baby. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yes, dude. Yeah, the guy fucking fucked up the baby. The baby uh, might recover. It's not looking that hot. <clears throat> that sucks. I gotta say, seeing what these guys look like, I'm surprised the baby didn't win that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I would take – do you remember that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer fought the kids at karate? <laughs> yes. I would take every karate kid in that class versus <laughs> yeah. fucking any one of these numbnuts. Holy but, uh, yeah, that's my creep. Ethan, he was in a polyamorous relationship with Oliver Platt Jr., and they there was a baby, and he fucking abused the baby. What a fucking scumbag. All right. Well, Vinny, I'm glad you're going to win this week because you're back in the game. <laughs> Congratulations. USA! I'm going to vote for you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm actually going to vote for you this week. Thank you to Cam for sending me this creep this week. Cam, Cam, love you, buddy. Well done, buddy. Cam, Don't forget about your friend Carl. He also needs help with this shit. You gets nothing. He's talking about something that was popular a month ago. Oh, I love shit. it. I'm so happy you picked another pseudo celebrity. You moron. I am such an idiot. Oh, I told so... you I have no strategy. People right. think I have a strategy. I have well, no strategy. You could vote for Ethan, a child abusing polyamorous asshole, yep. or you could vote for Carol Baskins, who, you know, they never found a body. And I didn't pick a child molester this week, so there's always that. There but, is that. But we do also want to play wonderful music that we've uh, learned about from this show. Gonna do my wife. No! Also, some children. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna leave that on the board. I, I can't help it. It's too good. All right, Vinny. What have we got? Any uh, voicemails or any uh, feedback from people this week? Uh, yeah, we got some feedback okay. uh, from some people. We got some emails. Cool. Uh, and if you would like to email the show, you can email us at thecreepoffpod at gmail.com or tweet us creepoffpod or call and leave a voicemail 585 371 8108. Uh, a couple of emails and one voicemail. Uh, this one came from Jimmy Carrot. It's hard to want to vote for a creep because these are not creeps. <laughs> creeps are like the weird people behind the Walmart at night. Yeah. Enjoy the show. Always. <laughs> Anyways, guys, keep it up. Yeah, I, I think he's right. I think we got away from the creep factor by episode two. It just turned into criminals. <laughs> <laughs> a little Fuck bit. children. Uh, we had another one from Ryan Stedman. He says, what is wrong with you, Carl? I'm never eating while listening to this show again. Yeah, 10 good. out of 10. It's a good idea. 10 out of 10. <laughs> good idea, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Don't good eat. dude. And uh, we got a little, some props, uh, some props for our friend Jen in the Jingles Department. Oh, sweet. Hey, I'm just calling in to say that Jen did a fantastic job on the Scum Parade song. It's been stuck in my head all week. It's great. Well, thank you, sir. You have great taste in jingles. And that's a perfect segue to the next part of our show.
ready to go on a parade route? Here we go. Strike up the band. Let's do it. All right. We're going to start off in Connecticut, Carl. Louis Angel Ortiz, 42, was arrested Tuesday morning after he was found asleep with a bottle of rum. What's wrong with that, you say? Yeah. Well, he was asleep inside a downtown eatery identified as Sol de Cuba Cafe. Authorities said officers arrived on the scene around 11.30 a.m. in response to a report of a robbery in progress. When investigators reviewed the restaurant's surveillance system, they alleged that Ortiz had actually broken into the restaurant on Saturday. Ortiz then helped himself over the course of four days to the restaurant's food, liquor, and beer. According to authorities, restaurant management estimates Ortiz had consumed and stole several thousands of dollars worth of food and beverages, including 70 bottles of liquor. So he decided to break into this place and then hang out for a while. Whatever happened to squatters' rights, Vinny? I mean, I don't see any of the people who work there hanging out there. The owner isn't there. This is the only guy manning the operation. Was he wearing a mask? I think. That I he, don't know. I think he should get it. I yeah. think he should. The restaurant's yours now. Possession is nine tenths of the right. law. I love that he. This is the part of the story that was confusing to me. Yeah. The thousands of dollars worth of food and booze over four days, but they said seventy bottles of liquor, many of them that were stolen. So he like stole liquor. Brought it home and then went back again and hung out longer. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> no fooling. And they found him there asleep. Like, if he had a place to go, I wouldn't be, like, asleep there. But uh, either way, he is uh, being charged with burglary, larceny, and criminal mischief in connection to the alleged incident. It just proves you snooze, you lose. Carl, what would the scum parade be without a trip to Florida? Let's do it. Donald Watts, 38, was arrested Saturday for multiple charges, including simple battery, yeah. two counts of resisting an officer arrest, and one count of aggravated battery on a service dog. You know that's a bad struggle when the dog's getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, deputies with the Columbia County Sheriff's Department called to a residence Saturday morning over reports that a man later identified as Watts was using methamphetamines. Deputies reported hearing strange noises when searching the yard and eventually located Watts, naked and covered in dirt, lying in what appears to be some shallow body of water. Watts' behavior was described as manic by two responding deputies who said he paced back and forth laughing while making bird noises. <laughs> I love math. Dude, <laughs> like, that's some Joker shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> you show up there and there's a dude just going, ha <laughs> <laughs> So great. Like, you're freaking the fuck out. Law enforcement officials said that Watts ran under a porch of a mobile home, and when the deputies tried to detain him, Watts punched one of them. According to the report, several attempts to use a taser on the suspect were unsuccessful. It's so, meth. guess what that means? Time to call the canine unit. Yep. The two responding deputies, along with five backup deputies and a canine handler with his dog, Casper, found Watts in the woods after he ran away. He was on his hands and knees and began to growl like a dog, uh, Fox 30 reported. Citing the arrest report, Casper was giving the command to apprehend Watts. I cannot think of anything worse in the world than being attacked by a police dog. Right. That's got to be terrifying. You're not going to win that fight. You're not going to win that fight. Uh, the deranged man leaped, grabbed Casper by the head, and bit Casper's ear as he drove the dog to the ground. Eventually, the dog broke free and bit Watts in the head. Deputies were able to detain Watts and took him to the hospital before transporting him to the county jail. I don't know if you saw that in the article, but then uh, Michael Vick paid his bail and gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. Yeah, the, he, and he then dogs. called Casper a pussy. <laughs> dogs he said <laughs> by the way they kind of glossed over the fact that the dog bit watts in on the, the head. head like that uh, you bite a guy on the head like how does that work That's that a, sounds terrifying 
Dude, math, baby. <laughs> math. That's amazing. That's all I'm going to say. So here's what I think we should do, Vinny, based on this story. We still are looking for Dog suggestions. Dog fighting ring? Dog fighting ring? No. No. No? Okay. What's wrong with you? No. Uh, we're still looking for suggestions for the Wheel of Consequences. I think... Getting high on meth should be on the wheel of consequences. Whoever loses <laughs> has to use meth. Oh, uh, no thank you. Please, no thank you. <laughs> then don't lose. That's it. It's All as right. easy as that. You know what? I think you want that on the wheel a little too much, pal. Yeah, can we have it like on most of the squares? Is that possible? <laughs> yes. We'll, make, we'll get it in there. There's one that just says Carl goes on a Coke binge. Carl drinks all night. Snort fentanyl. Yeah. Oh, gosh darn it. Oh, I got to do drugs again. Shit. So, uh, <laughs> god damn it. That's a really fun, funny right. idea. All right. Okay, so uh, we're going up to the Midwest and into Indiana. Seamus country. Seamus country. Irvin Nicholas Jr., a northern Indiana man, faces welfare fraud and other charges, alleging that he hid his father's body for two years so he could cash his father's benefit check. Now, Nicholas told Goshen police investigators he found his father dead in the garage in May 2017, suspiciously one day after they argued about his plans to put the elder man in a retirement home. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you're going to the home, and then the next day he's dead of natural causes, allegedly. Uh, according to the court records, instead of reporting it to the authorities, authorities alleged that he wrapped his dad's body in a blanket. The remains were held mostly at one house before they were later moved to another home mm -hmm. where they were found. Investigators subpoenaed Social Security records that found that between May 2017 and August 2019, $27,210 was deposited in a Nicholas Sr.'s account. Little did they know that his body was sitting in a wheelbarrow in the guy's shed. Carl, he didn't bury the body. Yeah, so this is the part that I thought was really interesting. I understand the part where you don't tell anyone that your dad died and you collect his um, retirement funds Can or whatever. we put that on the wheel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is the part I don't understand, though, is why not dispose of the body? It's, this isn't weekend at Bernie's. Does he think that, like, the cops are going to show up and he's going to put sunglasses on the guy and be like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Hey, thanks for coming over. Like, does he need to take his dad to the bank and just have him in the <laughs> side of the car to act like he's a Dorsey in the back of the chest? Right. That, that's the part that makes no sense to me. It's like, all right, I got an idea. Wrap him in a blanket. If we ever need to pull him out, we'll just pull him out. By the way, blankets don't preserve bodies. I don't know if they know this, but that's not a good way to preserve a body. And what if you need to use the wheelbarrow? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, oh, disgusting. He was charged Tuesday with three counts of felony welfare fraud and one misdemeanor count of failure to report a dead body. My, now, my question is this, Vinny. Did he get the $1,200 Trump bucks? Because yeah. that would make it worth it. That's a good payday right there. You know, that's a marvelous, marvelous segue, Carl, because we're going to Albuquerque, New Mexico, where Trump bucks really caused a problem. Yeah. Uh, Joe Macus came home Wednesday with a four-pack of beer. And apparently he was very upset because he did not qualify for the stimulus check. Once Marcus finished the beer, he asked his wife for car keys to go buy more. And when she refused, he yelled, you're going to pay the consequences and stormed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you should laugh at this. I know. It's so funny. I love this story. <laughs> she said he came back a few hours. Stop laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm trying to read this. I hate you. She said he came back a few hours later with a gas can yep. and pushed her onto the floor. He then allegedly doused his wife who has disabilities uh, 
and the mobile home that they lived in with gasoline before trying to set it ablaze. According to the criminal complaint filed in Metropolitan Court, police responded around 8.30 p.m. to the family dispute at the mobile home park. Arriving officers found Marcus walking down the street, his clothes soaked in gasoline. Officers discovered Marcus's wife, dis uh, disabled wife, her hair and pajamas soaked in gasoline on the floor. She was still on the floor. Yeah. The wife told police that as she lay on the floor, unable to get up, Marcus threw gasoline on her and all over the mobile home. She said Marcus then pulled out a cigarette and attempted to light it several times, but was unsuccessful due to the lighter getting gasoline on it, which makes it a pretty shitty lighter, if you ask me. Marcus is now charged with attempted murder, kidnapping, and aggravated battery against the household member. He has been booked into a detention center. This is an example of terrible reporting. Whoever the journalist is should be fired immediately. The way that they position this story is that this guy was mad he didn't get a stimulus check and decided to murder his wife. What I want to know is, what's the history here? What's the background? What did his wife say to him specifically? Are you saying that they, you don't think that they had a happy marriage up until I, this point? I think there were other things going on. Maybe some underlying issues. And I have another question. It says this asshole came home with a four-pack of beer. Yeah. Like, you didn't think he'd need more before he came home? He's like, ah, oh, there's a... It's a four-pack? You only can buy really good high-end beer in four-packs. It's usually like a microbrewery. You put out a four-pack sure. of beer. You don't, you know, it's not a Bud Light that you buy in a four-pack. Sure. This guy lives in a trailer park and didn't qualify for the stimulus check? How does that make any sense? I have so many more questions that this article answered for me. I think maybe he might have been a felon or something. Like, I think there were some people who weren't getting them because of criminal records uh, or from... Okay. Did it say that? Uh, no, it no, never says why he didn't qualify. It doesn't qualify. make any sense. He could be from another country. Who knows where he's he from? He could be an illegal immigrant. And meanwhile, they say he didn't get a check, so he murdered his wife. Like, that's terrible reporting. There's no way that that's what happened. Or he just got drunk and forgot how to fill up his car with gas. He just got it That's really also backwards. possible. That's yeah. also possible. So, uh, Some people just like the smell of gasoline. That is uh, this week's scum parade, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, uh, do me a favor, folks. If you're listening to this and you come across any stories that you think uh, would be good for the scum parade, what I want you to do is tweet them at us. Uh, at creepoffpod. Just tweet us uh, and uh, use hashtag scumparade. Not everybody has Twitter. Can they email us too? Yeah, you can email them. Just put scumparade in the header. Awesome. Uh, Thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. And as always, the phone number one more time is 585-371-8108 for your voicemails. Carl, it's been a fun, fun episode today. I've really enjoyed being around you. Yeah. I'm thrilled that you brought Carol Baskin. You're welcome. You shithead. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to vote for Carol and Carol Baskin because if you do, then I win and Vinny has to spin the Wheel of Consequences next week. I'm, I'm at game point here, people. Let's do this. Don't, no, folks. Let's you want over Carl spinning that wheel. He wants his meth. Carly Poo wants his meth. Yes. <laughs> also, if you sell meth, please tweet us <laughs> with the hashtag meth dealer. And if you are looking for someone to be in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> All right. Uh, with a sack of fat. All right. I guess it's uh, nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Yeah. Kitty kitty. He heard a pop, people. He heard a pop. Vote Vinny. Mama's got some treats for.